Welcome to the Learning Project Network, where we learn through stories to make a change. The Learning Project Network, an organization dedicated to social justice issues. We are dedicated to learning about issues that impact children, families, and communities to help start conversations that lead to solutions. We believe that through storytelling and peer support, individuals can better understand how experiences lead to outcomes. This is Stephanie with The Learning Project. I am back again with another great segment, you guys. I have found another doula, and I was like, I've got to get her on this series. I want to welcome Latasha to the Girl Get a Doula series. Thank you so much for being a part of this. We are so glad you're here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Like, I'm so excited. Oh man, we're excited that you're here. So you guys, what's the backstory to this? So you know me, I was on Instagram and I was looking through stuff and I saw uh, Latasha post something that was talking about like being in charge of your body and being able to advocate for yourself. And we've been talking about that quite a bit. And so I was like, you know what? I've got to ask, can we just come on here and just talk about like, what we can do with our bodies, what what do we have permission to do, and all of the other segments and pieces that go into this Girl Get a Doula segment. So, Latasha, tell me a little bit about who are you and how did you become a doula? So, I actually, um, when I graduated from college, I moved here to North Carolina and I got a job in the medical field. I was working at a medical center and everything. Oh. and. Um, yeah, so it happened to be majority black women in there, my boss, my colleagues. Yes. So it was it was great. And literally <laughs> one day we just ended up talking and everyone started talking about their experience um with childbirth. And it was just like baffling to me to hear some of the stories. And wow. I was like, Really? And they were saying like how either their concerns were dismissed or either they felt like they weren't heard or they were just like clueless on what was going on um, um there was like it was, it's like points where like you're not really sure but it seems like you're expected to know you uh -huh. know um and so then I was like what I was like just so surprised and um one of the girls she's like yeah I'm actually going to a training this weekend to be a doula and everyone's like what what's a doula and I was like yeah like I had never heard of a doula either and then she started telling us and then literally that same night I ended up going down like a whole entire rabbit hole like just like looking up what's a doula what's like what's their purpose how do wow. they help and then I ended up finding like the maternal health crisis and black women how what they go through and all that so then I was like you know what this this is how I'm gonna make my difference so <laughs> I was like yes and so that's kind of really how it all started for me and I like was trying to find trainings I wanted to go to um, that's basically gonna fit my needs, like yeah. how, what purpose I wanna serve as a doula. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so that's really how it started for me. And then it's kind of just been a journey from there, from going to a training, like, mm, that didn't give me what I need. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Another training. So, yeah, so it was, that's, that's really how it started. And now I'm just, on my journey to make a difference. 
Oh my goodness. I love this so much. Like, this is, you guys, this is what I'm talking about. When we tell our birth stories, there's something very empowering about that. And then there, there's also something that's like an aha moment. Like we keep talking about this, which is like that aha moment of like, oh my goodness, you went through that too? Like, I thought that was yeah. me. I thought I was being crazy. I thought I was being sensitive. I thought I was being this. Right. And then you actually realize like, no, like this is a storyline that's going through many different medical facilities and 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 experiences and we need to collaborate together and tell our stories yeah. so that we can put an end to this madness that's happening in the birthing yeah. world um what is your favorite part about being a doula and how actually let me go back here tell us about your doula services and what makes your doula services unique um so for me my big thing is i really want to empower and educate and also be there to nurture and support so for me i really like to build that connection with my clients like girl we right here okay this mm -hmm. is this the dynamic we gonna have i got your back i'm about to yes. put you on <laughs> like that's really like the type of connection i like to build with my clients to where we can just have casual conversation and where there's a different level of trust there I feel yeah. and then yeah. I really am big on educating like we're gonna we're gonna go through a birth plan and we are gonna hit every point so you can know what to expect so you can know what yes. you want so you can know what you don't want yes. and then we're gonna talk about if something that's not in your birth plan come up like okay if for anything happens and you have to get a c-section you're planning mm -hmm. to have a natural birth and that's not what you want but in case it's come up i don't want it to be the first time that you've heard about it or yeah. first time you've heard about the process and you're not really yeah. aware of what's going to happen um so that's really my big thing is like i really um put a huge emphasis on the birth plan as well as educating on other possible scenarios or just mm -hmm. other things that can come up and I want you like I feel like when you give people a certain level of knowledge or information on something they yep. feel even more comfortable in situations um because they know like okay well I know this so yeah. I'm gonna ask this question and they're yeah. not so you're not really like you know a lot of times you can get like oh I don't want to ask that question I don't want to sound dumb or oh uh, that might be a stupid question and so I feel like when you get that level of information just like the basis honestly you get a different you're more comfortable in the setting you know to yes. really ask questions and so yes. that's my big thing like I'm you listen you are in charge this is your birth this is your experience and that's what I'm here to give you the tools and everything that you need so that you can feel confident in your experience Oh my goodness y'all let's get into the podcast <laughs> So let's jump into this whole thing. So you are about empowerment. You're about educating people. What is the biggest area that you see there's a gap in people's understanding of the types of birth? Well, you know, just what is the biggest gap that you see with your clients? Let's just start there. I feel like, honestly, like people have no clue that what they're able to do. Mm. Like it's kind of like a lot of times, you know, someone will come in and it's like okay we're gonna go ahead and check your cervix or okay we're gonna go ahead and do this and it's kind of like no 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 yeah they don't have to go ahead and do anything you have an option yeah like you know yeah and I feel like that's where it really is it's kind of like like 
if something happens and my client is like, can I say no to this? It's like, can you? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like that's really where it is that people don't really know what their rights are, honestly, as far as what they can do. And a lot of times it don't feel like that the birthing person is the main character in a sense, you know? It's almost like they're not in charge and people, it, that's, I feel like that's where the huge gray area is. It's like, no, in reality, you are in charge, not your provider, not your not your midwife. You are in charge of your yeah. birthing experience. So yeah. I feel like that's the gray area. Oh my goodness. Y'all, let me tell you right now, what you just, what you just talked about is a huge space that we have been talking about filling in the gaps. One, we are not taught at young enough ages to petition for our body and to speak up for ourselves. We are also fighting against stereotypes and ideas that, you know, if I speak up, I'm being a B. If I say this, I'm being difficult. If I do this, no one's gonna like me. There are all of these stigmas that we are fighting against when we are getting in these sacred birthing spaces and people right. are like trying to fight against their own like natural um, intuitions. You know, we're, we're, yeah. we're really not taught to really understand and be in tune with our body when it comes to this most vulnerable space because we're just yeah. taught to just whatever what anybody says about your body that's what's happening with your body instead of you really mm -hmm. petitioning and being able to say hey yeah no this is what's going on and i went with went through that when i had um my little one um they wanted to check my cervix and i just kept refusing because i was just like i just don't want to do this i don't want right. to eat in that kind of pain. I don't want to be doing something that's unnecessary. Um, and I had got to the point where uh, my doula was saying to me, she said, you are in charge. You get mm -hmm. to choose. And yes. I love the analogy that you just said that you are the main character in the story. Like, let that resonate y'all, okay? <laughs> let that resonate. We don't understand yeah. that this is the time in our life where we are the center and we choose to write the story the way we want it. Um, even though things are out of our control, you know, when it comes to yeah. birth, like you don't know what's gonna happen, right? But when right. you have a doula that is able to help navigate those spaces for you and help you understand what's going on, it gives you more empowerment. It helps you to understand that, no, I did have a choice in how I chose to birth my little one and how I chose to um, move forth with uh, each step of my labor and delivery. What are the, right. what are, if you had like five or maybe like, let's say two tops, like what are two things that you do to help empower the women that you work with or the birthing people that you work with? I am constantly reminding them like, this is ultimately up to you. Like you hear me say that, like I, I will lay out all the information. They can be like, well, this is what they said. And I'm like, this is ultimately up to you. You weigh out the benefits and the risks. You know your options, you make this decision. It's up to you, I'm here for you, whatever you wanna do, but this is up to you. And I, I say that all the time. Like this is ultimately up to you. This is your decision, you know? That's one of the big things I definitely do. Um, just so they feel like, you know, once you 
you get to the point where it's not even a question anymore if it's your decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you didn't hurt it so much. You're like, so this is what we're going to do. <laughs> or it's no, I'm not okay with that. You know what I mean? And it becomes second nature. So that's generally um, how I was started out. Like I'm just, I'm going to keep repeating this and you're going to know, like I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you, but this is ultimately up to you. So, you know, and um, I feel like that plays a big role in it. That really builds someone's confidence. Cause I feel like a lot of the time growing up when it's like, oh, well, this is up to you. It's kind of said in a certain tone or either it's guiding us to a certain answer. Mm-hmm. But when it's just simply like, you know, I don't have any say on this. This is all you. Hmm. I feel like it's very different um, when it comes to making a decision. So I definitely make sure that that's how I, um, set up our dynamic and I'm like really enforcing like this is up to you this is up to you like I'm here for you and whatever you do um and then another thing that I am really big on are affirmations like mm-hmm. I like to know like what are the affirmations you want to hear um and I will that's what I'm going to be saying like that's going to be in the back of my head when we are going through this journey together uh-huh. um just because I want to know what resonates with you you know because what I would, if someone say one thing to me, I might yeah. feel amazing and be like, that's what I need. I got this. I'm going forward, you know, but for someone else, it may not be the same thing, you know? So I always like to know like, okay, what, what is it? What you want to hear? What don't you want to hear? Some people yeah. like to be cheered on. Like, yes, you got it. Keep going. Some people are like, <laughs> keep it. <laughs> I don't want a cheerleader. That's not what I want, <laughs> you know? So it really varies from individual but I feel like those are definitely the two biggest things that I'm I'm definitely gonna remind you and I'm gonna we're gonna we have the conversation so I know what page you're on and I can make sure I'm saying things that truly resonate with you and you feel in power and you feel in control and then you also have the knowledge from everything that we go over and the information so Oh my goodness, you have to do you have to take us through an affirmation. Like what are like some of your top favorite affirmations that you would like our listeners and me to hear today? Cuz if you want to talk about <laughs> affirmations, I'm all about the affirmations, y'all. So tell me. Yeah. Um one of my favorite ones that I think is really big is I feel empowered to make the decisions to protect the health of me and my baby. I feel like that is one that is like, okay, this is this is not just for me, this is for my baby, this is not just for my baby, but this is for me as well. You know what I mean? I feel like that's one of those that's like, okay, okay, wow. this is for me and my baby and it takes everyone else out the equation. You wow. know what I mean? And I feel like that is super important um, when you are going through this journey. It's kind of like, cause you know, you hear so many opinions, you hear so many different routes people take yeah. throughout the entire time. Like you, it's, you don't even have to ask a lot of times. People are like, oh, well, um, how are you doing this and that? And you're like, oh, I'm getting ready for my home birth. And they're like, oh, I didn't do a home birth. I did. Why are you doing that? Or it's like, oh yeah, no, I don't want the epidural. Why, you know? And so I'm really like, no, you. This is about you and your baby, and you're gonna be empowered to make those decisions for your health and for the baby's health. Like your journey is gonna be different, you know. And I feel like that is that's one that's like puts things in perspective. It takes everything else out, and it's all about you and your baby. Oh, y'all. 
if you don't know now you know you need to take that affirmation and write it down and if you know somebody that needs to hear this right now and you're like you know what sis i'm sending you this affirmation right now listen <laughs> it's online you can listen to it you can record rewind it and keep playing it and looping it and let me tell you that affirmation is powerful because so yeah. many of us do not believe that we have the right to say what we want to do with our body and how we want to birth our babies. And there's so many times too, people are unsure and they're not confident in having another person to help build your confidence as you're going through some of the most vulnerable times in your life, I feel is like, that's what you need. You need that person to be like, no, you got this. No, you are, you're going to be able to make the right decision. You know what I mean? It's not someone mm -hmm. else's decision, it's your decision, you know? And a lot of times, right. you know, when people do take someone else's um, idea and they make it their decision and they're like, I really didn't want to do that. You kind of get upset and you get really frustrated because mm -hmm. you know deep down that wasn't what you really wanted, but you did it because everybody else you know, put that pressure on you to do right. it. Yeah, and then it makes it so much harder for you to move forward in your journey when you're kind of like, now you're like, oh, I made the wrong decision. And now you're talking down on yourself and yes. you're not feeling as confident. And that affects everything, you know? But your mindset is so powerful in how you're moving forward. And so when you taking someone else's and trying to make it your own and not being true to yourself, it makes it challenging. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are some of the challenges of being a doula? You know, we've talked about a lot of great things about doula empowering and just being there for people and um, helping them go through this journey. But I think one of the things that we don't talk enough about are the struggles of being a doula and why we need to demand more from our states. You know what I mean? There's so many times that we have individuals that are like, I need more support. Your doctors and nurses, they're not gonna be the person for you. They've got a million different right. patients. They can't do everything, right? right? And I think that puts mm -hmm. a really, Hard, puts them in a hard place too, where they feel like they have to be everything for everybody. But we have amazing right. support people that are in the medical field that we're not utilizing. Like this doesn't make yeah. any sense. It, it, why and do people don't that? know about it. Exactly. And it's just that information right. that's not there. So what are some of the struggles of being a doula and what encouragement do you have for, for um, our doula listeners today? I feel like one um, of the big struggles is the how unpredictable everything can be. Yeah. Um, and I feel like really as a doula, you have to keep in mind that there are things that are out of your control completely. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you aren't going to be at medically, you're not able to step in. You don't have any control over what goes on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it can be kind of challenging to separate yourself to like, if something don't go as planned, you're kind of like, well, what could I have done differently? Or what should I have done? And mm -hmm. I feel like that can be pretty challenging because it's, you know, pregnancy is so unpredictable. Childbirth is so unpredictable. Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be two pregnancies just the same, you know? And sometimes it's unpredictable in an amazing way. And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, you know? And sometimes it's unpredictable. Like, I don't, I don't really know like what, you know? And so I feel like that is a big thing. Like you have to keep in mind that you can only do what you can, you know? Mm -hmm. And you are there for 
the birthing person. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are there to support them. You are there to empower them. You can't yeah. You can't get so into yourself where your energy is off or you're changing the situation, you're changing the environment or the or in the room because it's not about you. So you really have to be able to put aside your own insecurities because honestly, when you're like, what could I have done differently or what should I have done? That is your insecurities speaking from a place where you're not confident and you know what I mean? And you can't, that's, that can't be in the space when it's not about you and you're trying to really um, create a sacred space for someone, you know? I feel like that's one of the big things is being able to put that to the side yeah. as a doula. Because, you know, wow. we're human. Everyone yeah. is on a journey, you know? Everyone yeah. is work, working on themselves and having their own battles, you know? And so I feel like sometimes as a doula, I could see it being very easy to get lost in all of that and forgetting your self-care and grounding yourself. Mm, this is beautifully said. Beautifully said. You know, when we look at the different types of doulas out there, you guys, I've been talking to you guys a lot about the different types of support systems out there, the different types of doulas. Um, I wish I would have had a doula that could help help lead me through different pieces and segments of my life, especially when I had like miscarriages. I was going through infertility for over seven years. That was just like, and you know, and in the black community, I can't speak for any other community, but within the black community, infertility, you that's like a taboo. You don't really talk about that. You know, the conversation yeah. typically is don't get pregnant before you're a teenager. Make sure you take birth control. Make sure, you know, right. all of these things that are right. anti-birth, you know? And yeah. I've even shared in one of my other podcasts with um, Kiana Williams, we were talking about the deep um, ancestral trauma that has taken place during slavery when it comes to birth. So like that birthing joy yeah. and the passion and the and the empowerment that is supposed to be during the birthing process, a lot of that had been stripped away from a, for many African-American people. And yeah. they have, you know, we're, a lot of people are coming back and they're reclaiming that, you know? And I feel like that's mm -hmm. been a journey, you know? I've been reclaiming the birth and being excited about having a child and not seeing the child as a burden or you're worried about, you know, am I gonna come out of this alive, you know? There's so many right. different pieces that people are struggling with and they're worried about when it pertains to their birth. So what you said was so beautifully said about, you know, just a doula, understanding your position and your role and how important it is. And sometimes you are not embraced the way we really want to see doulas embraced in the community. Because a lot of people don't get why you need to have a doula. Like, Mm -hmm. the, the, I, the, the real understanding of birth and labor and these different pieces and sacred spaces that we go through in our life, we have really washed them down. And we have really said, you know, yeah. if you're complaining about your body, you're being a baby. You know, when you have a baby and you're done having, you should be able to bounce back. And we praise people right. for being like Superman versus like being yeah. still and laying down and bonding with your baby. And yeah. um, I've been super transparent with that about a lot of people with, uh, with you guys because I struggle with being transparent and uh, not transparent, but uh, uh, still, I struggled with being mm. still and resting with um, my baby. And my doula had to say, Stephanie, if you didn't have a C-section, you probably have been up moving, doing all kinds of stuff. Like your C-section made you rest. You had 
no choice. And that was something that I didn't realize how many women really struggled with is relaxing. You're not being lazy. You're, you're just trying to get your, your body recuperated after a major surgery or a major um, situation that your body has gone through. Right. And I, I feel like that especially is a huge thing in the black community. Like we have, um, it's been so like drilled into us, like being a strong black woman, being independent, handling things on your own, going and get it. You know what I mean? Where even for a lot of people just in everyday life, it's, it's hard to relax. It's like, dang, I had, I wasn't productive today or, oh, I didn't get enough done. You know what I mean? And I feel like that in itself is what makes it so difficult especially when it comes to after childbirth you know on a regular basis when you are capable of just going 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 that's all you want to do and when you have a second to just step back you even then you don't want to you know Mm -hmm. and so I feel like it makes it so difficult after childbirth when it's like you know it's okay it's okay rest Mm -hmm. accept help accept help you deserve it okay it doesn't mean that you're less than Okay, it don't mean you can't do it on your own, like accept help, you know, you deserve it and it is okay. And I feel like that's something that we all really need to get back in the mindset of like, we can help each other. Like I got your back, you got my back, we're here for each other. Like, you know, we come together and I feel like that in itself will make such a huge difference. And it's like, it's just, it could be a simple gesture, you know, something that's unexpected. And I know it can be hard and challenging for people to even accept help, you know, because of the mindset and everything around help and not being able to do it on your own and making you feel like you're less than, but I I feel like it's so important that if we could shift that narrative, it would make a huge difference in the community. Oh my goodness, y'all. Don't send nobody candy. And don't give them roses. Send them something that will feed their soul. Send them a podcast that will feel their spirit. And right now, like, I am so in line with what you just said. Like, so healing and so important for us to remember as a community of women and birthing people that we need to remember that this is crucial. Just being able to hear that it's okay to feel the way you feel and it's okay for you to put you first in your body and so that you can really care for your baby um tell us Latasha what um what type of doula are you and why did you choose to be that type of doula um so I'm a childbirth and postpartum doula I went with childbirth and postpartum um because of I really wanted to be able to make a difference in the moment when you are giving birth. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be there to make sure things are not getting slipped under you. I wanted to be there to make sure you know what your options are, you know what your rights are, you know what you can do, um, because I feel like a lot of that is the issue. And I wanted to be there to make sure that Black women specifically are heard, Mm -hmm. because it is so often that we are dismissed. Um, and so I wanted to be there to make sure that all of that is taken care of, which is specifically what drew me to um, childbirth. And then postpartum, people like it's I understand and I get it, but everyone's always so worried about the baby after 
childbirth. It's yes. like, how's the baby? Is the baby sleeping through the night? Oh, how, it, it, you know? And it's like, you know, I get it. I get it. They're so adorable and precious and sweet. But like, I feel like it's a huge disregard to the birth- mm. birthing person right now um, after they didn't given birth. You yeah. know, I feel like important and like I was saying I feel like in our community it's not much of that help yes offer you know what I mean and then it's also not much not many people are willing to accept it and Mm. so I definitely wanted to uh, be in postpartum as well because I'm like no yes your baby is freaking adorable it's so precious but how are you yeah you know what I mean like how are you doing like you went through so many changes. You were pregnant two days ago, and now you're not. Like, that's a lot in itself. That part. That part. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like, how are you? And I really wanted to be there um, for the parent and, like, let them know, like, you know, I know you are feeling so much. You are feeling everything. And no one is stopping to mm-hmm. just put give you their undivided attention, you know? Ugh. Man. And so that was really what drew me to um, childbirth and postpartum. Can we just take a moment and recognize something that was said? So you talked about women going from being pregnant to not being pregnant. Like, people don't understand. I didn't understand this. Like, I loved being pregnant. And I loved my belly. I knew where my baby was. I knew what I was feeding her, when she was asleep, when she's moving, all of this stuff. When I had her, I went through a moment where I was literally mourning, like me not being pregnant anymore. And I remember somebody was like, Stephanie, you should be glad that you, you know, had a healthy pregnancy. You know, you're complaining about not having a, you know, a vaginal birth, you're complaining about having a C-section. Like, you just need to be grateful, you know? And I was just yeah. like, you know, I remember my doula telling me, she's like, girl, you do not have to be grateful. You wanted a right. natural birth, it's okay for you to cry about it. And you know, yeah. I did. I just, I just had to, and I didn't realize how common that was. Yeah. And that's something like 37% of women end up in a C-section. Um, it is a high, we have one of the highest numbers in the world uh, for C-section. Yeah. And I'm like, what is the difference between everybody else's stuff compared to our stuff? There is no difference. Like, are we just being so impatient about having, you know, going through the process? Like, what is this? But, you know, when you're talking about those different changes and having your body go from one way to another, and I know some women are like, I'm ready to get be done being pregnant. I'm all done. I do not care about being pregnant anymore you know but you know there's so many different body changes that you go through mentally and having somebody there to help navigate that piece for you after you have the baby is extremely important um there's going to be a lady that's going to be coming on uh, my podcast coming up here and she's going to be talking about um a experience she had after she had her baby she actually went into like toxic shock um she had um it's not preeclampsia it is um maybe i want to say post forgot the word y'all lost that thought Mm -hmm. Um, it's gonna come back to me but the main part is she ended up going into shock and having all of these different issues after she had her baby 
And I had a similar situation where I actually had a UTI and I had a fever uh, or a headache. And I was telling my doula, like, you know, I was like, yeah, I've had like this headache for like a week, but I thought it was because I'm not getting any sleep. She was like, oh no, you need to go to the hospital because you don't know what is going on with your body. You can do, you cannot play around with that. I didn't know that was a big deal. I get in there they're like, you have a UTI. And they're like, I'm glad you came in because this could have got way worse. I'm like, how many people are not even getting help or getting followed up with after they have their baby? You don't see somebody to come and check and they barely checking you at six weeks. Right. So, yeah. you know, there's so many things here that we could be doing to provide early intervention and care for mm -hmm. the mother. Um, and really, yeah. that's the thing about a doula. A doula will help you draw out the language and the understanding of your body because a lot of us learn about our body when our body's in a situation versus beforehand of what can happen to your body when it goes through different stages. Right. And I think, I feel like you touched on something that's so important that a lot of people don't realize, um, like they're trying to be helpful, but it's actually counterproductive. How when people are like, oh, you should be grateful that you had a healthy baby or, oh, your baby's here now. And it's, it's really so dismissive. And I know a lot of people's intention are to like, oh no, I want them to see the bright side, you know? But it's like, y'all, you gotta, you gotta be able to express, like it's okay to have these emotions. It's okay yeah. to have these feelings and they need to be expressed. You know what I yeah. mean? And so I feel like that's the thing too, where it's kind of like, oh, that was very dismissive. I see what yeah. you're trying to do, but I need to let this out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like people as something like, you know, that people don't even realize because it's not the intention at all to shove your feelings aside, you know, but it's like, that's, it's very dismissive. And I feel like that's what's challenging so much throughout the journey is, is something don't go how you plan and then you try to express it someone's automatically coming back well at least or oh well this you know what I mean and it's like yeah. you know like you need to be able to express it and talk about it and it's okay to feel those emotions yes yes oh my goodness this is so good like I don't know what part for you guys that you're hearing that really resonates with you, but there's so many pieces in this conversation that is reminding me of empowerment and understanding the, the power of having a doula to help you be in a, when you're in, to help you empower yourself when you're in the most vulnerable state. And then also a state that many people don't talk about, you know, even when some people, some people even have said that getting a doula um, during the second pregnancy or the third pregnancy has been that game changer to help them really heal and really um embrace and see their body in a different way Natasha we are getting ready to end our podcast series can you tell our listeners one thing that you feel is like very valuable to this whole journey of, of labor delivery being pregnant all anything that comes to mind what's the one message that you want them to hear about um partnering with a doula I feel like every what people don't know when you're getting a doula, it is like having someone there. However, it is that you need it. You know, people, people, everyone don't need the same type of support. Yeah, and I feel like that's what makes it really important. Like you know, like yes, get you a doula, but also get you a doula that you can connect with. Who, mm. um, they are you, they're in line, align with 
what your beliefs are. They're going to be able to provide you with what you want and how you want your experience. And I, so I definitely think it is great to get a doula. And I just want to put emphasis on make sure you get a doula that is right for you because mm-hmm. all doulas are different and yeah. all birthing experiences are different and the expectation that you have is different as well. So that's why it's so great to do consultations to make sure that you and that doula connect and y'all are going to be able to be on the same page. I feel like that is something that's so important. Yeah. And I, I just really wanted to put an emphasis on that because Honestly, when you get the right doula and client, y'all are like, y'all, yes. y'all are cool, okay? Y'all are not to be, y'all are going to be saying random things. Y'all going to be making jokes referring to social media. Y'all are just going to be right there eye to eye and it builds a different level of connection and trust, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's so important to have a doula, but have the right doula for you. Like my doula, if I, my doula may not be the best fit for you. Yeah. Just because we have different wants and needs and expectations, then that's okay. Yeah. And yeah, so definitely take advantage. Many doulas do free consultations. Take advantage of that and see if they are the right fit for you and if you guys connect. And from there, I feel like it's just a, such a beautiful journey having someone there with you that if you just need someone to talk it through with, you can. You know what I mean? If you need that emotional support, if you need that physical support, if you need a hug, if you need a shoulder to cry on, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have that doula there and it's no judgment and it's just such a safe space, especially when you have one that you truly connect with. Yeah. So, oh my definitely, goodness. yeah. I love that message so much. You know, it's one thing to just get somebody just because but that person that you connect with is so special. It's, it, it's, it's undescribable. Um, Latasha, if people want to connect with you and they're like, I just want to talk with you. Like, I don't even know what to do. Like, where can they connect with you? So you can visit my website at TashaDoula.com or you can connect with me on Instagram. It's Tosh.TheDoula or you can find me on TikTok at TashaDoula. Y'all. Don't worry if you're driving or you don't have a piece of paper right below this podcast is the information you need to get in touch with Tosh. You guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to this segment of Girl Get a Doula. You know, this is the thing. You don't have to do this alone, and it doesn't matter what part of life you are in. There are people there to help support you and help you get through some of the toughest times or even some of the most joyous times of your life. Remember, I'm sending you all the strength and love, and you guys, until next time, when you don't know what to do during the most vulnerable times of your life, remember, girl, go get yourself a doula. And until next time, see you later. Thank you, Tosh, for coming by. I know this is not the last time we are going to do work together. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. It was such a great experience. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Girl Get a Doula. I know that these conversations are jam-packed and many of you are wondering, why did she do this? Why do we need this podcast? We are looking to highlight some of the best doulas out there that are all over the world and they are helping people in unique ways. We want to bring those support systems, ideas, and concepts to you 
so that you can learn about how you or someone that you love can be supported in a time of need. So many of us are in dark spots in our lives and sometimes we can just come right out of them and move on. But there are many of us that get stuck. We wanna help many people get unstuck and find support in unique ways. We wanna thank you so much for listening. We are not experts in birth and we're not experts in mourning and grief, but we are out here finding those that are and we are bringing them right to the foot of your doorstep. I want to thank you so much for listening to Girl Get a Doula. Please keep your eye open for our ebook that is coming out that's featuring all of these amazing doulas that have been a part of this wonderful podcast. Thank you so much for listening and see you soon.